Hi, it's Darren Doctorman, and welcome to another episode of the classic radio show Talk Trek. This is from August 28th of 1992. Uh, Deep Space Nine had not yet come out, and the flight cast was made up of Joyce and Evie and Helen and Darren, me, uh, and Dylan Del Gershio. Uh, and we were doing some crazy voices and goofing around. And the subject this week was uh, pet peeves. What were your pet peeves about Star Trek episodes? And of course, that included the next generation and TOS as well. So we had some uh, interesting callers calling in, and it's basically a free-form gab session. So enjoy it from a long time ago in a galaxy very close. Radio, the final frontier. These are the adventures of the radio show Talk Trek. Its mission, to take fans and boldly go where no radio show has gone before. Welcome to the one and only call-in Trek show, Talk Trek, the convention on the air. And now, here is your host, Joyce Mason. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you guys tonight? Um, thank you, Great Hunter. Isn't he wonderful? I hope he stays seated in everything you know, Mike, because he really is a great guy. Hey, let me tell you nice guys. Anyway, I'm here with... Um, uh, Evie G. Yep. You thought I'm I forgot your name again, didn't you? <laughs> I was going to say Joyce. No, no, no. How are you tonight? <laughs> I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm fine, except that, uh, you know, it's been a very busy week. Very. We have a little bit of a problem. I don't have any plans for the show tonight. Oh. Uh, yeah, like, this is going to be what you call uh, kind of off the cuff. Uh, we'll play a lot. We'll call in. We'll talk. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. We'll talk about whatever I want to talk about. What do you want to talk about, Evie? I want to talk about some pet peeves. Oh, that I want to hear some, you mean about Star Trek or uh -huh. about other things? Yeah, no, Star Trek. Star Trek. Oh, <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> oh, so we're going we're gonna to bash Star Trek tonight. Yes. Oh, what fun. Oh, great. So what we'll do is is we'll talk about Star Trek and we'll say all the things we've always been afraid to say or are hesitant to say because we're right. loyal. Right. That's a really good idea. Right. Okay, get all your pet peeves ready. When you come back, we'll talk about irritating habits that they have. We'll talk about dialogue yay and we'll talk about pet peeves so go away we'll be right back after a message from our sponsor the hottest new magazine to hit the la scene is anything to go Anything to Go is a unique and exciting concept that makes life easier and more fun. The magazine is a glossy, coffee-table-type publication that lists to-go businesses and localized Los Angeles editions. You'll find gourmet foods from Wild Wings Catering, vegetarian cuisine from Veggie Gourmet, deliveries from Crescent Discount Drugs and Home Health Center, a special ad from Home Shopping Service of Pavilions, and much, much more. Anything to Go is a unique, with it magazine you'll want to keep at your fingertips. Anything to Go is available at newsstands and selected locations and by subscription. What a thoughtful gift for busy persons, students, and shut-ins. To subscribe, call South Bank Publishing at 213-654-5464. That's 654-5464. Anything to Go, a slice of L.A. Call 213-654-5464. Anything to Go magazine. This is Francis Kambata. You're listening to Talk Trek. Fandom's final frontier. Very good.
Yasu, in the heart of Mission City, San Fernando, fine Greek dining and friendly, relaxed atmosphere awaits you Monday through Saturday at Cerro's. Lunch, dinner, or private parties, always memorable occasions at Cerro's. And you'll return again and again to try another delicious meal from our well-balanced menu of traditional Greek dishes, soups, salads, and appetizers. Live entertainment Friday and Saturday evenings for the whole family or that cozy rendezvous. Cerro's is located at 452 North McClay in San Fernando. Call us for information or reservations at 818-365-8985. That's 818-365-8985. Cerro's Fine Greek Dining in the city of San Fernando. Tell them Talk Trek sent you. indicate all lines now open, so remember, all the numbers end with K-I-E-V. In Los Angeles, the number is 628-K-I-E-V. West LA, 837. San Fernando Valley, 989. Glendale Burbank Sector, 956. San Gabriel Valley, 443. South Bay, 835. And outside the 213-818-310 area code, 1 800-540-K-I-E-V. Oh, my God. Thank you, Commander. I, I don't know about you guys. some of that off my face. <laughs> I have goosebumps. <laughs> I, I, everybody's going to call you because they're scared to death not to. <laughs> that was our local Klingon uh, assisting us with the numbers. He volunteered. Next time he volunteers for something, we'll take him out and shoot him. <laughs> Anyhow, we all had to have this crazy conversation. Uh, you know, but, oh, incidentally, I should, I should, <laughs> I should mention that uh, uh, Klingon was um, helped along by uh, one of our uh, three and a half Bs, except tonight we only have two and a half Bs. We oh. only have Eddie, and uh, we have Don, and we have Dylan, and we have an H. We have Helen, who dropped by to say hi. Can I be a D, a D too? How can I be a D? <laughs> we'll make you an honorary D. I'm for the evening. There you go. <laughs> Dave, Dave is off in Boston um, uh, doing a... Uh, did you say I Boston? I did say Boston. I did. I said it Shades myself. Shades of home. Home of the bees. He's doing a convention there. <laughs> Anyhow, so we're going to talk about our favorite pe pet peeves or whatever, mm -hmm. and we're going to have fun, kind of, not really bashing Star Trek, but just kind of jovially taking advantage of better not that be bashing Dental Star ribbing. Trek. Things that Dental kind of ribbing. irritate us. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, you only see the ones you love. Uh, that's right. What's your favorite, Eddie? What's your favorite pet peeve? Pet peeve? One? Yeah, I do. What? I have very long hair, all right? Yes, and the you do. The one your thing, waist. It's below my waist. And the one thing that really gets me is that the women on the classic trek always have their hair up, no That's matter true. how That's it makes true. them look. It's up in curls. they got a couple of little things hanging down, but it's always up in loopy-loos or some kind of wacko. Beehive. Yeah. <laughs> Particularly poor lambs. Mm. My hair is not only in a beehive, mm -hmm. it's in a, it's in a, a hay. No, <laughs> basket, right. basket, basket woven. woven. Basket woven. Yeah, basket yeah. weave, yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we'll take a couple of calls. We'll see what I'll do. It was a 60s kind of thing, you know? I, I, my mother actually wore hair up like that. I kind of told her maybe that's why I like Janice Owen. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been keeping I was watching the original, uh, the original Trek, and I never had my hair up in my entire life. <laughs> Hi, you're on Talk Trek. Hello there. Hello. Hi, I'm here. I'm oh. glad. <laughs> 
There's a seven-second delay. So you guys that are on the phone uh, that are waiting to uh, come on the air as soon as they, as uh, you know that. Well, first of all, turn your radio down and just it's listen off. to the show. Oh, okay. It's off. Well, I just thought I'd mention <laughs> that. You can put it back on if you're through talking on the phone. <laughs> Hi, who's this? My name's David. I'm stuck here at the UCLA campus all night. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Wow. We're really sorry. We're the USC fans over here. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing over there at UCLA campus? Oh, I'm on a fire watch at the museum here because the water's off. Ooh. 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 That's, so, uh, that's an important job. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, this way, if the building burns down, they can have a human tragedy, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope not. But, uh, <laughs> so I was just, um, I, this is, I'm a first-time caller. Well, welcome. <laughs> I had a couple of observations. Alrighty. Um, Uh-oh. Well, actually, which old Star Trek episode reminds you of breakfast food. It's always breakfast food. I'll give you oh, a hint. Uh, it's devil in the dark, but why? Because devil in the dark. So it's the like egg? a coffee cake? The egg? How about Lego my ego? I wish we had a radio hook. <laughs> An even more more nasty joke that they put into that one. How about Crispy Smitter. Crispy Smitter. Oh, God. Oh, 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 Schmitter, right. Burn to a crisp. Right. <laughs> Isn't that sick? Well, I think you've been over there on the Firewatch too long. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, in that, in the cliffhanger for the for the next generation, you know why it wasn't surprising that they found Data in the condition he was in? Why? I, I, why? Why is that? I, I, I'm getting hey, set up here. Another deadhead in Frisco. Yeah. <laughs> very, very funny. Like <laughs> Thank you, Ed. <laughs> this is what they're doing in uh, uh, USC, sorry, UCLA tonight. Sorry, USC or C UCLA? UCLA.
I'm shocked. Mm-hmm. There's also another character actor. Uh, first season, the show was Neutral Zone. Uh, and the gentleman's name is Leon Rippey. Played on the movie Moon 44 as Sergeant Sykes. So if anyone tries to call up, tries to quiz you on that one, here you guys go. Okay. There we go. Oh, by the way, concerning about the hairdo, <laughs> they're lucky they're not giving shaved heads in the military. For <laughs> this is true. And you've seen the movie Aliens, too, right? Well, tonight yeah. we started on the girls. Next week we'll start on the guys. Not, not a big life <laughs> problem in the Federation. Of Ramirez? You notice what her haircut is? Yeah. No. Hey, well, sparsely uh, military cut here. Hmm. They're, l- they're lucky they're not have that on Starship. That's so true. That very good, would it? I'm lucky <laughs> that we don't have it here. Looks like they mean business, that's for sure. Oh, well, that's all I had to say, guys. Hope Thanks, you have a good care. <laughs> at, least, at least they would match their captain. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we go again. A ship full of going to be the baldy jokes tonight. <laughs> oh, God, are we going to talk about classic? Are we going to talk about... Uh, Right. Well, that was next generation. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> For the moment. <clears throat> okay, hi. You're on Talk Trek. Hi, this is Sam from L.A. Oh, hi, Sam. Hi, Sam. I, I have a pet peeve episode. Pet peeve episode. episode. I hate so much. I'll turn it to reruns of Who's the Boss. Um, may that be. <laughs> it's, uh, it's who moans for Adonis. Uh, Ad- I'm glad you pronounced it correctly. That's one of the few people who have. Adonias. It's not Adonis, it's Adonias. Yes, Darren's an expert in that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> we had Michael Forrest on the show, mm-hmm. and he pronounced it Adonis. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he was Adonis. <laughs> so he was no, right. he was Apollo. He was still I am Apollo. Right. He was Apollo. <laughs> That's right. That's right, he was Apollo. And he wore a shirt. Lest I close my hand. Yeah. Thus. And he had his hair <laughs> removed. Whoa, that's right. right. Yeah, right. By Nair. Was it by Nair? Nair. Nair. Yeah. Uh, Why are we giving him a future commercial? All the great gods. <laughs> 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 All right. That was very good. What, what didn't you what like did about you? it? What? The whole concept, I didn't like it at all. I thought it was really lame. Hmm. And I also have a, I think this is a correct tidbit about uh, Deep Space Nine, mm-hmm. that one of the regular characters is going to be Ensign Rowe. That's, that? that's that's one of the major uh, major rumors that's going around yeah, that I, I think is that pretty, pretty well founded I, as far as, you know. And they, no give, they give a lot of stuff about uh, Deep Space Nine in the new uh, this month's issue of Cine Fantastic. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks a lot. That's right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, you're on Talk Trek. Good evening, Joyce. Hi, Jeanette. How are you? Oh, hi. <laughs> how are you? How are What's your favorite pet peeve? Do you have one here? Well, I have several. <laughs> <laughs> several, Jeanette. Oh, what's Jeanette, your we only have 45 minutes left. <laughs> what's your top I know, one? There's just only one. Just, just 45 minutes, I know. <laughs> I hate the fact that, well, Riker, he has a belly. Yeah, he's a big, he's a, he's a big <laughs> guy. <laughs> I just saw him. They just finished putting at the midnight episodes. They just finished putting Encounter at Farpoint. Right, yeah. And he looked, you know, he had muscle. He was, you know, okay looking. <laughs> and now... He has that belly hiding under his uniform. He's approaching maximum <laughs> density. <laughs> yeah, and also Data is showing wrinkles. <laughs> well, that's Ooh. weird. An android Uh-oh. showing wrinkles. Time for a dust, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I find that strange. Jeanette, I have to Jeanette for a kid, you, you are really rotten. Hey, I'm 13. <laughs> Eagle eye. <laughs> Truth hurts, I'll tell you, Riker, Riker really and truly uh, um, 
not the actor, of course, but Riker, the, the, the character. He, he, is, he is a wimp. <laughs> he is such a wimp. You know, but he shows I promise, really though, Joyce. Occasionally, well, you know, he, know, he tries to pick up the slack that Kirk left behind. You know, he, <laughs> he, rom- he has a few mo- romances Listen, here and there. Uh, okay, a few. I'm scratching the surface. But mind you, he's attempting. We wish him luck. Ouch. Thank you for calling You're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. You know, we need to talk about the love affairs that are lacking on the next generation. That's true. We really got to do something about that show. But in the meantime, we have to have a little break with our sponsors. Don't go away, guys. Be right back. And we'll continue our back then. As we all know, today's economy is in deep trouble. Yet, some forward-thinking business people are still mightily successful. And one reason is they have a highly developed sense of the now. They invest wisely, and they invest in their own future. And they advertise on Talk Trek, the hottest show in the air today. One way you can judge the success of a radio show is by the number of calls you get, and Talk Trek consistently holds that record. You reach an age group of 8 to 80, men and women, executives, students, babysitters, astronauts. Few shows have as wide an appeal as Talk Trek. There may be large radio stations, but you'll never find a better listening audience than on Talk Trek. If you're interested in being part of this dynamic enterprise, become a sponsor and soar with us to the stars. Call Joyce or Tim at 818-764-1932 and become part of the Talk Trek Slice Cast. That's 818-764-1932. Wondering how to increase your business and call attention to yourself in these competitive times? Gain exposure and recognition through custom imprinted promotional products. T-shirts, caps, coffee mugs, pens, tote bags, buttons, and magnets, just to name a few. Thousands of items available to promote yourself, your business, organization, or fundraiser. Hand them out to your customers and prospects and watch the referrals come in. Call New Century Promotional Product of 1-800-729-6104 for your free full-color catalog now. Don't have a logo or artwork? Our graphic arts department can create something unique. New Century Promotional Products also carries a wide range of products made from recycled materials. Call 1-800-729-6104. 1-800-729-6104. Building your business is our business. Serving all of California and the galaxy beyond. Hello from the Anaheim Star Trek Convention. This is Tom Sheen, Ciclali, and Tom Parker. And you are listening to the Talk Track International Network. Call now. We're waiting. 
were wondering what Johnny was doing to see his tires. Now you know. He's been Great. practicing. He's been trying to get on talk He track. listens to talk track. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> all, all great people listen to yes, talk track. Right. The right. hottest show on the air today. That's right. Ouch. Right? Did not know that. audience of 30 million trekkers strong. And counting. And we are going to take out the, the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blanketing the airwaves. <laughs> okay, guys, we're back to uh, talking about <laughs> very intellectual subjects tonight, pet peeves. <laughs> Irrita I haven't had any irritating uh, habits or uh, dialogues. I have to tell you one thing that annoys me, and that is the uh, the chapel pivot. Yes. Nurse, oh. chapel. Nurse chapel. Nurse chapel. Whenever chapel would come onto a scene, she would march on <laughs> with her arms going, stand still, take two seconds, recite her lines, and then pivot. <laughs> <laughs> and I could put up with everything, but I hated the damn. I hated the pivot. I hated pivot the pivot. Chapel, huh? I really hated that pivot. You know, and it's really funny. But but you know, it's funny. I love Major mm -hmm. as as. Um, Roxana, wonderful, wonderful. Should we talk to about some characters we were talking about before? Right. Before I take the next one, uh, Dan over here came out with something that is so very, very funny. Um, I'm looking for it in my notes. Where <laughs> was that? Don't go away, guys. Just, just hang in there for a second. Oh, oh, here it is. Yeah, we were talking about the characters, and he was saying that what he loves about the next generation are the characters that aren't really characters. Right. Uh, th this was based on a, a friend of mine and I discussing this, that the, the characters on The Next Generation are are supposed to be something, but they really aren't. For example, uh, Captain Picard is supposed to be a Frenchman, but he's really not a Frenchman. He's English. He's English. And uh, Worf is supposed to be a Klingon, but he's really not a Klingon. And uh, Jordy LaForge is blind, but, but he's not, not really, really, really blind. He can see better than anyone there. And, and Deanna's Worf, a telepath. Right, Deanna's a telepath, really but she mind. can't read mine. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean too many. Well, there's Data. Data's really a robot. Who knows what Data is? Data, well, data, wants data, to be, data wants to be a boy, but he's not. Data wants to be a human being, I think, but he's not. I think Data wants to be Spock, but he's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Okay, fine. Dave, <laughs> Dave heard that in Boston, I'm sure. <laughs> Hi, you're on Talk Trek. Good evening, Joyce. Who let the who put the funny water in the water tonight? <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. Well, it's, it's Mike. pretty water. Yeah, this is Mike. Yeah, Mike. Oh, Mike. You wouldn't believe what I happened to see in the Galleria this evening. What's Why? that? Nothing. How about Hallmark's 1992 Star Trek ornament? That's right. There's a commercial out. Craft Galileo, and it talks. Yeah. Haven't you seen the commercial? No, I haven't. I just happened to notice an ad in Starlog when I came in on Monday, and I've been on a mad tizzy ever since. Oh, God. Also, there's a new Star Trek novel out. I didn't catch I've got it, but I didn't catch the name of it. It's a new author. I haven't even caught up yet. I haven't read Anzati. But I've been talking to you for a couple weeks about a convention that I received a notice about. So I pulled it out. And it sounds interesting. What is it? Uh, it's called Continuum 93 at the LAX Marriott. Guests, special guests, John Delancey, William Campbell, right. and a DC Comics artist named Arnie Starr, and Pamela Gray, the co-writer of Violations. Hmm. Okay. And they're going to have a banquet. They're going to have a contest with a 10-minute interplay between Trelane and Q. Interesting. Um, they're having a banquet with a charity auction, including many one-of-a-kind items. Trivia contest. I challenge you all. <laughs> I challenge you. I can beat you all with one, anti with one 
one hand tied behind they your back. Don't, oh, they don't have a chance. Are you challenging me to a duel? <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but, but there will be that. Well, you know, he's been involved with the motion with the, with the motion picture home out in Calabasas now for ages. <laughs> also, right. they're going to have ten forward a late Saturday night masquerade party with masquerade. Masquerade. Charade. Um. It's thirty bucks for the weekend. No, it's twenty-five bucks for the weekend before November thirtieth. It's being completely fan-run, which is um, amazing in the amazing these days because you don't find too many of those happening. Well, I didn't get the tickets for the audience. Um, you, I'll give you the address. It's Continuum with two U's, five o five South Beverly Drive, Suite four thirty-four, Beverly Hills nine zero two one two, as opposed to the show. <laughs> And let's see, it's twenty-five dollars for November thirtieth. The banquet is thirty-six bucks. It sounds like it's a pretty good um, banquet. Seven, uh, seven thirty on Saturday. You keep this up, Mike. I'm going to charge you for this advertising. Matter of fact, I have to write them as a member of the Dandelion Conspiracy to find out if they're going to have filking at this thing. Oh hmm. dear. Would you like? Okay. Well, let's do a filking show on Star Trek Filk on Talk Trek. Oh, that'll be interesting. Maybe we will. I just got pulled for being a guest tomorrow and singing. At a science fiction convention in Provo, so you know it's not like it's, not, it's something minor, and there's been major filking of Star Trek stuff going on now. For Mike, we have Mike. lots of calls. They're begging to get on the air. Mike, thank you very much. You're hey. always interesting. Hi, you're you're on Talk Trek. Hey, my name is Kevin. I'm a first-time caller. Hi, Welcome, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. You, you just about made it. You, you just made it in there. Snuck <laughs> <laughs> right in the back door. All right. Well, um, here's uh, Mike, thing, uh, Mike enjoys the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been listening to you guys. You know, a lot of complaining about all the things that you find wrong with oh, the various shows. Some people are complaining, especially, of course, with the next generation, which I prefer. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> good, good. But anyhow, um, I mean, I really think that. Uh, you guys should be doing something other than uh, looking for minor plot points or, you know, uh, problems with Nurse Chapel spinning or whatever. Good. What do you want us to do? Give us some suggestions. I like that from okay. the audience. I'd like to find out why. I mean, Star Trek is such a large universe, right? They've created this large universe. Yeah, it's a great universe. Other than the shows, you know, and the books and things like that, everyone has their own imaginations and their own stories that they want to do. And yet Paramount won't accept scripts. They won't accept stories, idea for, uh, ideas from people outside. Sure they will. Well, they, they will, will for, the, for, for the next generation. For the next generation. Oh, no, they won't. Yes, they do. No, they have. Yes, they do, Kevin. Oh, they no. really do. No. <laughs> well, what makes you think that? Did well, something first happen? Of all, first of all, um, every single uh, show is written by people who are previous writers. Not necessarily. Uh -huh. Yeah. Not there yeah. Are, there we are. We had Eric Stilwell on, uh, who is not a previous writer, and his show was picked up by The Next Generation. Uh, in fact, recently, uh, there's an episode that's coming right. up in October that's going to be uh, aired, and uh, apparently there, there was somebody who, who was just submitted it, and it, it involves, um, I believe, uh, isn't it uh, James Doohan or something, Scotty? I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah he gets stuck Scotty. in a transporter beam. Hmm. Oh, I, I, we don't know the details, but... Oh, yeah, apparently, apparently he's uh, stuck in a transporter. Don't, that, don't that give was the written, show away. That what was written by a fan, apparently. It was in the paper. Yeah. <laughs> but it was written by a fan, and, and apparently uh, Dave Rossi, uh, who is not here right now, and will tell you uh, that, you know, in fact, they have uh, taken uh, scripts from, from and fans. They, and they yeah. have on there, uh, in, in defense of, uh, of uh, the, the next generation, they have two readers on their staff whose sole job is to read every single script that is submitted. Uh, to Paramount for the next generation. 
doesn't oh. matter whether they're previously, whether they had previous substance Well, that's great. Then let me ask you this. Yeah. If, if this is so true, it is true. Why is it that the near the end of especially the fifth season, the quality was so lacking? Probably because they didn't pick up all some of those scripts. We're not going to we're not going to comment on the quality of those readers, but uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> at least they're there. But they're there and they're looking. So. They do, and they have they have used. Uh, some of the uh, the amateur writers, yeah. and in mm -hmm. fact, one of their writers, their permanent writers now, started. Uh, he he became a writer uh, for the show after having submitted a script as a non-professional. Mm -hmm. So it's that's one thing that they do. It can that's happen. Very, very unique, and uh, that I really have a great deal of respect for. Okay, one last yeah. thing I wanted to tell you, which sure, was uh, these past few nights, uh, Channel 13 was showing the first episodes. Of and, the next uh, generation. Yeah. Of the next generation, and um, you know, I really think that the that the actors have developed their characters. They have. Like, yeah. That, I mean, they may not be exactly what we want. I would hope they would after five years. Uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so too. But I mean, even by the second and third season, you could really see them getting a grip on the yeah. on the characters. True. They have. But yeah. let's face it: if they ever get to the point where they're absolutely perfect and Star Trek is perfect and everything is wonderful, what do we talk about? <laughs> I mean, you know, we gotta have some fun with this. That's what it's all about. It's all about all right. enjoying it, having a good time. All right, but remember, fun is not nitpicking. Then, well, oh, but okay, we'll nitpicking can mind. be fun, though. But <laughs> we will keep it in mind. Right, thank, thank you for calling. Take care. Hi, you're on Talk Trek. Hi, Joy. Hi. How's it going? Good. Who's hey, this? What do, you, what do you and the um, panel there know about this uh, uh, show at the Anaheim Convention Center involving Star Trek? Is this the Patrick Stewart thing? Patrick, isn't it yeah. yeah. It's uh, Patrick is it Stewart. Is it tomorrow or is it it's September? Uh, I think no, it's, it's tomorrow. Sunday. Is it? Tomorrow. I think tomorrow? it's this weekend. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Saturday and Sunday. Mm -hmm. and, uh, Did not know. Hmm. Oh, which oh. day is in San Diego? Oh. Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Diana's looking for it. We'll have the answers for you. Is there is there anything is there anything you'd like to ask we or mention uh, while we're waiting? I'm kind of looking at the cryptic story here in the. Uh, Orange County Register, and mm -hmm. I noticed they have, you know, kind of a down in the corner where nobody will really notice it, a preview of Deep Star Nine. Mm -hmm. Deep Space Nine. Nine. Nine, yeah. Is that, is that... No, this is a different show, Deep Star. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think movie, it was Deep Space. I think it's a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because mm -hmm. they, because I know periodically that subject comes up, and I'm going... Geez, if this was coming out, I thought you guys would be the first to break it to everybody. Right. Well, if you've been listening, we we have actually mentioned it, uh, you know, over the various Several number times. of weeks. Right. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Deep Space Nine. Deep Space uh, Nine. Listen, I'll have an answer for you probably after the next commercial break on the uh, convention in Anaheim. Okay, uh, thank what you. days and uh, where are they going to be? Okay. Thank you. Thanks Joyce. for calling. Okay. Hey, thank bye you. Bye. Thanks for calling. Uh, you know, before we take a break, there's one thing I want to mention about Jimmy um, Doan. Are you aware of the fact that he does not have a star on Hollywood Way? And that really... Well, he certainly deserves one. Yeah, he does yeah. deserve it. Yeah. I think that's totally wrong. I mean, they all have them. Uh, those three have them. Jimmy uh, certainly is the uh, fourth uh, member of the cast um, to deserve one. And uh, let's see, I, I guess uh, uh, Sulu, George Takei has one. Mm -hmm. Certainly Michelle has one. Yeah. And it occurs to me that it might be a nice idea if we were to start the ball rolling. And uh, let me tell you, Joyce, my engines just can't take that. <laughs> 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 Jane 
Scotty do it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you, Jimmy. Jimmy, just sit back and relax. We're going to get you this star by hook or by trick. What we have to do is we're going to find out uh, uh, how we go about getting it. Oh, we, we know have to how. Do. You do? Oh, yes, we know how. We, do we have to raise money for this? Yes, you do have to raise money. Now, we got one for Bill many, many years ago. And at that time, it by was who you mean the, Shatner, the uh, previous club, Shatner previous club. incarnation of the William Shatner this fan club, club, right? This is very true. The first generation. <laughs> <laughs> the first generation. <laughs> and at first, uh, at that time, it was, I think, a couple of thousand. And as I understand it, it has gone no, up like quite a couple a of million bit. now. <laughs> right, a couple million now. I don't know what all that's for, but of course, they have to get the star, and they have to clean it up, and they have to engrave it, and they have to dig up the ground. And we can pick where we want it to be. So, okay, so what mm. we want to do is uh, we're not going to do it tonight because I'm not, I, we haven't got all the facts, but we, you guys start thinking about it because we're going to take right. up a drive to raise the money to get uh, Jimmy his, uh, his Jimmy star. Jimmy star. And I right. think that, um, it, you know, really, if you just send in even a couple of quarters or, you know, a dollar, that's fine. Yeah, you that's know? true. If just anybody send, send in a dollar, a little we bit have more than and we'll get we it. We certainly have, uh, you know, more than uh, 2,000 listeners, I oh, hope. Jesus. Jesus. I mean, hold up your hands, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, I told you. Oh, I, I can't even count that high. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, uh, think about it, because I think that would be a really great thing to do. And if you are interested in contributing, uh, you can go ahead and send it into uh, Talk Trek, K-I-E-V. Uh, what's the address, Evelyn? I'm turning to it now. Well, <laughs> while you're looking at that, I just want to say that I think it's on live radio. I think <laughs> Jimmy would really enjoy this. It's, uh, this is something I think that he would really, you know, put a lot of spirit into because he's that kind of a person. That's right, and he does deserve it. Do you want the address? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, it's KIEV, 5900 San Fernando Road, Glendale, California, 91202. Right. Okay, Okay. good. Don't go away, guys. We'll be right back after a quick break from one of our wonderful... <laughs> Having car troubles or need a tow? Call Bevig at 818-247-6352. Bevig's Auto Service and Towing is located at 760A West California, just off San Fernando Road in Glendale. It's fair, honest, and its prices are reasonable. Bevig will change your opinion of auto mechanics. But don't forget to tell him that Joyce and Evie from Talk Track sent you. He'll treat you extra special. That's Bevig Auto Service and Towing, 818-247-6352. Listening to the Talk Trek International Network. For over six years, Cafe 50s has been serving satisfied customers with 50s fun and delicious food. Cafe 50s is open daily from 7 a.m. For breakfast, it's a variety of light and fluffy omelets, hot buttered blueberry pancakes, or French toast with bananas and cream cheese. Lunch at Cafe 50s could be one of our thick and juicy burgers. Or try our chicken salad with honey pineapple dressing. Or choose from a great selection of mouth-watering hot and cold sandwiches. For dinner, Cafe 50s serves 
served up delicious blue plate specials like old-fashioned meatloaf with homemade mashed potatoes whipped to perfection. Or try our delectable chicken piccatas, breast of chicken and zucchini sautéed with capers in a lemon butter sauce. For dessert, it's fresh from the oven apple, cherry, and blueberry pie or our incredible hot chocolate fudge cake. Cafe 50s in Venice on Lincoln Boulevard, in Sherman Oaks on Van Nuys Boulevard, and the new location in West L.A. on Santa Monica Boulevard just east of Barrington. Cafe 50s. numbers and with KIEV. In Los Angeles, it's 628-KIEV. West LA, 837. San Fernando Valley, 989. Glendale Burbank, 956. San Gabriel Valley, 443. South Bay, 835. And outside the 213-818 or 310 area code, it's 1-800-540-KIEV. Wow. <gasps> oh, oh, and now a message coming in from the Federation. <laughs> <laughs> Put them on speakers. That was wonderful, John. That you did that. You, you read very, very well, even if it is in English. <laughs> we're back. We're back with uh, Talk Trek, and this is Joyce Macon, and we're here with uh, Ellie and Darren and Dylan and uh, Johnny and uh, Jean-Luc <laughs> and, <laughs> and, <Captain> Menagerie. <laughs> and <laughs> Helen. Helen. Helen is our is our. Uh, are a little human that we <laughs> let come in and play with us. <laughs> it's amazing. She's two human. feet tall. It's yeah. unbelievable to be right here. Yeah, really. Two feet wide. And she has a beehive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hairdo. <laughs> and she's trying to get the captain to look at her legs. <laughs> I, don't I think we well. have some information for the uh, convention. Is yeah, that right? we have the information. Do we have that information? Yeah. That yeah. is yes, wonderful. Ellie, you're marvelous. Okay. Marvelous, uh, darling. <laughs> tomorrow at the Anaheim Convention Center, August 29th, uh, there'll be Patrick Stewart there with Daniel Stewart. And then the next Daniel day... Daniel Stewart? Yeah. Is that his child? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I, I believe it's then his grown son. His grown son. <laughs> it's his grown son. Then uh, in San Diego, August 30th, at the new convention center, there is Patrick Stewart. We'll be there. With or without w Daniel? Without Daniel. Without Daniel. <laughs> without Daniel. Without without Daniel. Daniel. I don't Daniel must have broken. another engagement. I, I don't mean to be mean, but why why Daniel? I don't know. Apparently, that. Daniel guest starred in that uh, episode that Jean Luc Picard uh, went well, off stuck in the elevator with the children. No, is that no, right? no. And had, <laughs> had, had lived through that entire life with the flute. Oh, my favorite, favorite. His show. son was in that. His my son was in that. Daniel was in that. I bet that was Daniel Stewart. I bet that was his son. <laughs> it was Daniel Stewart. That's right. I, he's Funny I you should mention that. I hear he's going to be at a convention. <laughs> now you know why we the have Daniel going on. The, the Trek novice, who is Daniel Stewart, right? God. Hi, you're on Talk Trek. God help you, but you are on Talk Trek. <laughs> Hello. Hello there. Hello. Hi. Hello. This is Mark from Santa Monica. Hello, Hi, Mark. Um, Hi, Mark. I had something which uh, your previous caller touched on. I thought I was going to break the news, but I guess you guys uh, already got it. But the name of the episode that uh, James Dorn is going to be on, according to the news, is going to be Relics, which I think is kind of an insult. Because I don't think he's that old. Well, by the 24th century, he will be. Well, yeah, I suppose. I'm looking forward to it. I hear it. My pet peeves for the evening are Riker walks like a robot. Every time 
I think he just joining him. Is that because of his belly? To save no. the Enterprise, mm-hmm. and he's 42 decks away, half a mile from engineering, and he's got to get there in like seven seconds flat. He walks down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're confusing walking with waddling. <laughs> oh, your guys are yeah. rotten. That's about it. Uh, well, well, that was a good pet peeve. You're right about walking, though, really. Yeah. I have something to say about Riker. The whole thing, the whole character makes me crazy to begin with, but I think he's a wimp. He is a wimp. He is a wimp. <laughs> he must be related to David Kirk's son. <laughs> yeah, David was a wimp. David was a David wimp. David was a wimp. Yeah. another wimp. But yeah. also, I think he needs backbone, and I think he can get it from Worf. <laughs> <laughs> Worf has Worf, a lot of backbone. He's a lot of backbone. He's some. <laughs> right down his forehead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> with his trench plank down. Oh, that was good. Thanks for calling, Mark. Okay, thanks Hi, you're on Talk Trash. Hi, this is James from Glendale. Hello, James. Hi, James. Hi, uh, I have two quick pet peeves. One's about uh, William Riker. Yeah. I hate it when he walks up the hallway and he has his head held high. That's just so he can see over his stomach. Jeanette opened up a can of worms. <laughs> she did. <laughs> Go ahead. What else? And the second one is... Uh, they're too perfect. I mean, I want to see yeah. Captain Picard mess up and see how That's he'll right. deal with his failure. Let's That's right. see some conflict. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see some comedy between the officers, between the bridge. You don't get that. Well, not yeah. buffoon-like comedy. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> and apparently they, they had, apparently you know, they have a lot of fun in between takes, you know, when they're... Maybe they, they should put it on, on the, the, yeah, they put on the screen. Yeah. And I don't know about you guys, but I want to see a romance between uh, Dr. Crusher and Picard. We have decided that uh, the entire crew of the Enterprise is celibate. It's been far too long. It's been five years going on six now, right? And then they, they keep talking about this past history that they have that we've never seen, except, the, except of course, fleeting glances in the eyes. You know? I mean, that's it. And really quickly, uh... Uh, Patrick's son, he played his son in that episode. I knew it. I the knew old it. One who was playing the flute. <laughs> Daniel Day Stewart. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you. You know, you, these guys are impossible tonight. Troublemaker. Next time, I swear they're going to have to wear those muzzles. He and the center <laughs> full with. But I have to tell you, I love that episode. I love that episode. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. One of the best. I thought it was one of the best things I've seen on television. Hello? Star Trek or otherwise. Yeah. Really quickly, who was that guy who called back last week talking about Lear or something? He was just off in his own little world? Talking about... Oh, I don't know. It was just a visitor from another planet. They oh, show up we, on our show every We night. have those occasionally. They That's beam right. in. They look around. They have fun. They leave. They're you know? gentle. <laughs> <laughs> They're gentle. They mean no harm. Thank you. Very Thank much. you for calling, James. Thank you. Good night. Bye-bye. Hi, you're on Star Trek. Yes. Um, and my uh, pet peeve is that... Most of the crew is just so wimpy all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I see. We have another vote for wimpy. Yes, the yeah. recurrent motif, no, I believe, talk, tonight. Are talking uh, both, both shows, classic and, and next generation? No, just uh, next generation. Who is this? This is Bill. Hi, Bill. Hey, Bill. And uh, Bill. you know the new Sears catalog Christmas issue came out, and there's a Star Trek page. Hmm. Really? And they, um, uh, one of the gifts you can get is like... Um, the uh, classic TV uh, uniform shirt that's signed either by Shatner or Nimoy. No, it's in, in, wow. in the catalog. This is this is a uh, yeah, page uh, four six six. Hmm. Wow, hmm. interesting. A Sears catalog, Shatner. Wow, yeah, Nimoy made it. Christmas catalog. <laughs> yeah, it just came in the mail today. Wow, mm-hmm. how much are they charging? Just out of curiosity. Uh, ninety nine bucks. Wow, oh, boy. 
his arms must be falling off. <laughs> Signing 10,000 shirts. Nine bucks. Wow. Wow. That's, a, that's, that's, that's an amazing price. That's just a little nothing shirt. Oh, they got like the communicator pins and uh, plaques, hmm. mugs. Still wow. isn't worth 99. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> that's great. Thank you for telling us. Oh, and um, huh. I know why there's no uh, gays on mentioned on the next generation. Hmm. They're all in San Francisco looking for Data's head. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I hope they find something of Data's up there. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Hi, you're in Talk Trek. Hello, my name is Armando, and I'm a first-time caller. Hi, well, welcome, welcome. I enjoy your program. It's oh. very uh, formative and very entertaining as well. <laughs> good, good. Thanks um, for enjoying two, it. Two things real quick. Um, I don't know. Um, what's the latest on if there is going to be another Star Trek film with the original cast? Yeah, there is supposed to be another one. Uh, we don't have anything official, of course, because they're not going to tell us. Because you know Paramount, they love to keep secrets. They say they get everybody all hype in, you know, and and, they, and you start saving your money so you can afford to go see it. <laughs> Subspace <laughs> rumor has it. You know, and they let out these little pieces of news that if the picture makes $180 million, <laughs> then we will do another movie. So everybody goes 10 times <laughs> to make sure we get another movie. And anyway, that they, uh, we, we, we've heard through the grapevine that they were checking on financing it. That's good. That's real positive. And we know that Bill Shatner submitted a script, Correct. which they were interested in. And we know another person that submitted a script, which they're also interested in. So I don't think they'd be uh, looking at uh, several scripts if there wasn't some very serious interest, let's face it. Paramount may be slow, but they're not stupid. <laughs> they know. They know Star Trek Seven right. is going. I mean, let's face it. It's I, the golden goose. Oh, absolutely, and it probably will be the last one, and, um... Well, I, I mean, I, I I'll go and is. cry over it. I, and I know. Um, I also wanted to generate some comment among your fans as we're listening, as far as what do they think about the extra footage that was in uh, the Star Trek Six, the video uh, release? Um, I haven't seen it. I mean, there's a lot of bad comments as far as with, with Scotty's dialogue with uh, with Spock and uh, Valeris. Mm -hmm. As far as what he called the chancellor and, mm -hmm. and all Most that. Most of it's right. totally extraneous and yeah, unneeded. Exactly. <laughs> it really is. There and was I a felt, reason they left it out, I think. Because it didn't work as well. There was a reason they put it back in. To Probably to uh, sell more video copies, I think. <laughs> well, I was hoping that they would put more hours. as far as in the dinner scene, because it seemed a, a lot of cut was, was cut from the dinner scene. Um, apparently not. Uh, because no. uh, That's they needed the dishes to sell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I got to a chance to read the script before the film came out, and there was very little cut from the dinner dinner scene at all. Show off you. I got to read the book. <laughs> How do you like the way you dropped that one? It was very That's smooth, right. I thought. Yeah. Very smooth, and he has Well, I really content. appreciate it, and I, and I hope that, you know, I'm looking forward to calling up next week, and Good. I just continue on with it, and you're doing a really great job. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Thank, Thank you for calling. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You know, I do want to know, though, what do, what do you guys want to talk about? Uh, we, we keep bringing up subjects, and some are good, some are bad. Um, we talk about just about everything under God's green earth, and what we don't know, we just make up. I mean, we have no problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, make-up trivia nights. We have the real trivia nights. We but need I input. Yeah, we do need <laughs> input. So, From you, know, you, the fans. Feel free to call <laughs> us on the Talk Track line, which is 818-764-1932. Tell us what you would like to talk about. Uh, feel free to write us here at the station at KIEV, or you can go ahead and tell us on the air. It is, you know, we really want to know what you want to talk about. That's right. And right now, we want to talk about our sponsors, because <laughs> they keep us on the air. So don't go away. Be right back.
spaceship hovering overhead. Aliens know a great deal when they see one. Wizard's quality is exceptional, and they're just great to deal with. For fabulous t-shirts or anything you want that's unique and different, be one over to the Wizard, 8951 Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood, or call 213-285-0505 and tell them Talk Trek sent me. <laughs> Yeah. What is it? Hello. What is it? It's, it's not. Hit us. It's not exactly a 
the ripoff of Star Trek. Oh. Okay, that's mm. interesting. Like they do on uh, different cartoons and stuff. Every mm-hmm. time I see something in the TV guide that says something about Star Trek, I turn it on. And they have this uh, ball preview for Disney Channel. And so I turned it on, and it was the Care Bears. Oh. Oh, that's your uncle back there? Yeah. That's kind of dirty pool, huh? Uh-huh. Bait and switch. They were doing the trouble with tribbles. Huh. And On the Care Bears? On the Care Bears. Oh, boy. How did they do it? That must have been exciting. Well... <laughs> One person brings aboard, um, really likes his animals, so they bring aboard this screened animal they've seen oh. and have it feed it a cookie, and it and it gets really big. And, and it turns into a tribble. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's a magnet tribble. I think they need better and more imaginative writers on the Care Bears show. <laughs> you know, I tell you, if, it were, if they had never invented classic Trek, what would everybody steal from? I think yeah. they have to learn really? the like difference between homage and ripoff. <laughs> what would Saturday Night Live do? <laughs> what would Generation do? <laughs> what would we do? Yeah, they, would, they wouldn't have a reputation to slough off on. <laughs> I feel sorry for uh, I feel sorry for Deep Space Nine <laughs> because you know they're gonna get you know what they're gonna get. They're gonna be called a ripoff of a ripoff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Third generation. Can't make it the third now. I think. <laughs> Anyway, it's a really good. That's a good point. Thanks for calling, friend Dan. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Hi, you're on Talk Track. Hi, my name's Ed. I'm a first time caller. Hi, hey, welcome, yeah, welcome. Got a lot of first time callers tonight. <laughs> where, where are you calling from? Uh, Pasadena. Pasadena. Pasadena adventure. My my perspective is I think it's in the last um outpost that episode, the last outpost. Uh huh. They have um that guy from the. T- Kakan Empire. Right. And Riker starts walking along next to him and starts and starts acting like a god or a ruler or something. <laughs> he care about him like I'm superior to everyone. Uh-huh. <laughs> so how can we help you poor creatures out of your problems? Yeah, yeah, d- yeah don't get mad at the Ferengi. We were once like them. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we're so ways. much better than they are. We're taller. <laughs> <laughs> and we have bellies. <laughs> Oh, that's a, that's just kind of sad, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's something that's always been I guess me. the writers were out to lunch that day. <laughs> Did you smack a shin guards again? Little yeah. shin guards. <laughs> Little shin guards. <laughs> no, big shin guards. Big shin guards. Oh, Delusions of godhood. <laughs> <laughs> Delusions of guthood in Russia. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> so you oh. stuck on that tonight. Land. <laughs> Land Riker. To the ground. Well, you know, Kirk had a belly that popped up and down. Also. Yes. In fact, people That's can tell true. the episodes, wh- you know, where they were. Yeah, but he knew how to carry it. Carry it. In front of everybody. Carry it in his rear end. He had a style panache. He had a famous arm sling that completely negated any kind of gutted. Exactly. (laughs) And he wasn't that tall anyway. Thank you for calling. All right, thanks. Thank I just you. like to say that I think your program is great. Oh, Thank great. Thank you very much. Like like Keep Thank listening. You. <laughs> okay. Keep listening. Keep calling. Okay. Hi, you're on Talk Track. Finally, I'm on. Yay. Well, Yay. Yay. The next friend. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> is, this, is this Anna Jane? Yes. <laughs> Welcome. Do I have a 
memory you forever. Search memory for these. Uh, out of Dane had a sub for the Lynette, but Lynette ran to Mexico That's for right. vacation. That's right. <laughs> okay, anyway, all right. I have some pet peeves. What's your pet peeve? What do you feed pet peeves, by the way? No, never mind. <laughs> all right, for one thing, um, one thing is, okay, when are they going to get the couples together? <laughs> That's, That's right, we've been waiting. The last episode of the last season. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've Another often thing. wondered why they have to have a strip that houses women and children. How could they possibly have any kids? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> yeah, they figured it out yet. I mean, the women are down on the lower deck. I mean, really, do you ever see them running around loose? I think there should be some commingling there. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. 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 Young. Sorry. All right. <laughs> the stereotyping. That has got to go. You know the stereotyping. A stereotyping of whom? Trekkers. Like us. Of trekkers. Yes, yes, I agree with you. Like I agree with you. Get a life, will you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they think we're geeks or something, right? We're weird. Yeah, well, I, you know, we know better. We'll, we'll kill them. What we all of <laughs> no, 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 Many no, of us have nine-to-five jobs. Quiet, quiet, quiet. Joy's just going to get on her soapbox. Here we go. Right, Excellent. Right. Listen. Thing. What we have, what we have out there are what we call civilians. Now, civilians don't know any better. Truckers are out to change the world, to improve the world, to educate the world. And in the meantime, we will feel sorry for the rest of the world because we're having a real good time. So you don't have to worry about what they think or what they don't think. Um, you know, any kind of a sport, any kind of a hobby that one has, people poke fun at it. They just poke a little bit more fun at Trek, probably because it is a lot more fun. <laughs> and you know so what else? There. That's right. Amen. And you know, they don't really uh, pay attention to what Trek says. A lot of times they just pass right over it. They don't realize yeah, they the depth that it is, and they can't see any yeah. farther. Right. You know, there's an organization. There's a Trek organization. There's a yes. Trek organization in uh, Detroit uh, that... Um, does a lot of work for children with AIDS, and they have done a marvelous, marvelous job in collecting for them, helping, mm. and they're just a really good organization. Right, they were interviewed uh, not too long ago on television, and the only thing they focused on was the fact that they were wearing uniforms. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. Hi. Okay. Uh, one more final <laughs> little pet peeve. Okay, dear. What is it? i got to hurry up. Uh, yes, you do. i got more calls that you ought to get to. What is it? Okay. For one thing, all right. Tell you the truth, I don't like this either, but my whole family does not like when I watch it, when I watch Star Trek The Next Generation. Hmm. They don't like it. I don't know. They just don't like it. They probably have never really sat down and watched it. I don't know. But do you know what you do? I think I've conned her into watching it, and then I think she likes it. I think <laughs> if, you can, if, you get, if you can sit people down and say, okay, just watch this a little bit, they'll change their mind. Okay. So don't worry about it. You go right on enjoying it. All right. Thanks for calling, dear. Thanks, Bye. Hi, you're on Talk Trek. Hi, Joyce. This is Pat calling from Sherman Oaks. Hi, Pat. Hi, Pat. Hi. Listen, my main pet peeve with Next Generation is that I don't know why they insist on shaking that ship up every single week and throwing and throwing the bridge people back and back that sounds and more like, like a classic. Like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The uh, apparently they just everything. I just got through watching a videotape of the episodes I have tape recorded this past season, and it seems that in practically every episode, the writers insist on putting in some situation where the ship gets jolt, <laughs> jolted around either by a renegade 
energy force or a renegade spaceship <laughs> lab, and those poor people are just thrown <laughs> back and forth and back and forth like they're pendulums in a, in a clock. No, but, but I have to tell you, at least I have to tell you the, that one thing I admire about uh, the next generation, they do it with class. I know. They really, in the classic, it was like, okay, everybody falls to the right, you know, everybody uh, falls yeah. to the left. And remember, it's cheaper than special effects. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. and, and, and hopefully the insurance policies are paid up just as well. <laughs> <laughs> Good, I'm black and blue. Uh -huh. Thanks for uh, calling. Uh, one more thing, Joyce. What is it, Dan? Uh, you were looking for a feeding, a uh, suggestion yes. for a subject? Yes. I have one for you, which what? I think you might like. What? How, what is your favorite Star Trek character, and why? And why is he your favorite, or she your favorite Star Trek character? And what does that person teach you? Good, ah, good, I like excellent, that. Excellent, okay, excellent good. suggestion. I'll we'll definitely oh, save yeah. that one for you. Thanks, hon. Okay, and one more thing. Gotta go. Gotta go. That's Don't it. make fun Gotta of Daniel. Go. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> You're on Star Trek real fast. You got. Uh, I have a pet peeve about Star Trek. What is it? Uh -oh. on long enough. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll do our best. Call We're hoping me. to go to two hours, uh, right. not too long. Great. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, gosh, I hate to tell you, but I find the song. It goes too fast. It does go too fast. Give it a fun uh, evening. Uh, uh. Love being with you guys. Uh, stay tuned. Next week, we'll be back and uh, talk some more Star Trek. Good night. God bless. Live long and oh,